season two of The Front Row and we begin by breaking format. Instead of reviews, we're bringing you a conversation with an actor who is arguably the best conversationalist in Bollywood. He is without a doubt my favorite interview subject, which is why I've written a book on him. I'm talking, of course, about Shah Rukh Khan. One, two, three, four, get on the dance floor. Thank you, Sharuk, for kicking off season two of The Front Row. Thank you very much, Anu, for having me over here. New set, new look, a new, new guest, and hopefully newer reviews. Sharuk, your 55th film, Chennai Express, releases next week. When you talked about this film, you said that um, I really wanted to do an over-the-top comedy for a long time. So what are the unique pleasures of an OTT comedy? You know, I believe, Anu, that uh, as an actor, it's, it's important to experience different worlds uh, that any director or a producer or a writer creates. Uh, you can get very easily caught up uh, in a comfort zone and do the stuff that you do. Uh, last couple of years, maybe, you know, the intensity physical in Ravan or, um, you know, the uh, quiet uh, intensity, say, in Dawn and then uh, the autism bit in My Name is Khan. I was getting a little, you know, I just wanted to let my hair down and just have a great time and, you know, laugh. Have some all, fun. Have some fun, you know, and... Uh, and I was just thinking like that, but that's how I choose films, that, you know, I'm in a state of mind. And I'm like, okay, I hope somebody gives me a film, bad guy right now. If it happens, it's good. If a film chooses you like that, in this case it did, you know. Rohit met me and he offered me a film called Angur. While he was leaving, he said, you know, Shah said, I'm going to tell you one other film, which I wrote eight years ago for some other actors, but I would like to hear it. And he narrated and I fell down laughing. And I said, you know what, I, even if it's half as funny as I think it is, uh, it's a great space for me to be in. And it's completely, uh, and, and it's a genre that Rohit has. You know, it's not like, it's easier to say over-the-top comedy, it's easier to say this kind of cinema, action, romantic comedy. But I think Rohit himself defines the genre now. He's got this mad vision and a madder sense of humor. So I wanted to do it and um, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it one hell of a lot. Sharuk, for the last 15, 20 years, uh, we, middle-class, urban, educated Indians, have felt like, we owned you. You know, Rahul and Raj, we felt like these guys were part of our family. You know, just the most charismatic members, but part of our family. This Rahul feels a little louder, a little larger than life, a um, little more messy. So, are you cheating on us? No, I never cheat on you. I'm madly in love with you. Marry me, please. I'm married to you. I, I'd never cheat on you, no. Uh, so, I'm not cheating on anyone. Uh, it's uh, uh, the wives and uh, all the people who love me as Rahul, they'll just have to accept I'm going through a phase. And uh, you like it. As a matter of fact, uh, there might be a time that all the wives will turn around and say, Habi, can you do this again, all over again? Do it to me all over again. So it, it can be like that. So the other day, somebody showed me some clips of all the Rahuls I've played. So Rahul, Nam to Suna Hoga, and Tum Nahi Samjogi Anjali, Kuch Kuch Hota Hai. This one is extremely romantic, a little nerdy maybe, a little wussy, a little uh, scared of the world and, um, and he's 40, so a little change will come <laughs> and accepting it readily <laughs> and happily. Shahrukh, last year when I interviewed you in London, we talked about Batman and, and you were talking about, you know, Hollywood films, the scale, the size and you said um, for the next 20 years, I want to do something really special. Uh, you said, let's make bigger failures if we have to because small failures are too boring. But Chennai Express seems designed 
like a film that's sort of expressly made not to fail. Uh, what is so special about it? No, no, I, I never said I, I would like to keep on making failures. <laughs> that's, what you, that's what you say that's once you risky. fail. That's risky. I think no, what you meant was that's, risky. That's what everyone says when you fail, that, you know, I've made a big failure, you know. It's a <laughs> but you, please, uh, I, I, don't get me wrong from the last interview that all I'll do all my life is make big failures. No, I'll, I'll try my best to have small successes also, if, if uh, need be. As far as success comes, I think that follows Rohit Shetty. You know, I don't really have to do anything. So I've just gone and said, you know, uh, I hope it succeeds like Rohit's films. I would love to be part of a successful Rohit Shetty film. Otherwise, it would seem like everybody succeeds with him but me. But, you know, he really felt the pressure. He was here last year when you guys were still in production. And he said that um, if, it, if it doesn't become this huge blockbuster, people say, Do you feel the pressure when you are creating something like this because there is so much pressure on a film like this to succeed? No, never. Not at all? Not at all. I, I do a film because I want to do it. I don't know which film will succeed. If I knew it, I'd just keep doing those. I choose any and whatever film, like I said, in my phase of mind. Okay, okay I want to do this now and have fun. And if you're just talking 100 crores, no, I, I mean, I, is that even a question? A big film coming with a big star, with a bigger director and a huge uh, actress, will it not do 100 crores? It's like, on Friday, should it do 100 crores? And I think we limit ourselves whenever we talk about 100 and 200. The way business is growing, if I was to really sit down and think about a figure in my head, I'd say 1,700 crores. Why think small? Let the failure be bigger. It wasn't 17, it was 300. God, I failed by 1,400 crores. So, uh, I, I never think about it. I, I can't explain it to people. I remember, you saw Chak Bey. You interviewed me, actually. I sh you're the first one to see the trailer at home, I remember. And, you know, there were little issues that this film... Uh, I mean, as a matter of fact, uh, I remember Vinod saying it to me. So I'm like... Uh, so polite. Yeah, Always and, diplomatic. Yeah, and for a moment I thought, ki reshoot kar lete. But <laughs> Vinod kehra, to thik kehra hoga. But I, uh, to be really honest, uh, one didn't know. You know, it's a film about hockey. It's a film with 15 ladies who are not uh, established actresses. It doesn't have a romantic song. I'm not Rahul. And, you know, it's a sport film, which is not a genre which normally uh, takes off. And it didn't. But people seem to like it. And I did it because I was that time in a hockey state of mind. The first honest truth every filmmaker in India should know is you can't control uh, the likability of a film. You should just like it yourself and do it. But does it really wound you when they don't like a film you do? I don't know. Not too many people are like Vinod who tell me on the face. <laughs> so I never get to know. Uh, because I'm so self-deprecating and fun about the work I do, sometimes it doesn't come across that I'm... Uh, serious, uh, I'm, a, I'm a serious filmmaker and uh, you know what I do uh, means a lot to me as an actor and takes away uh, a huge part of my insides to do what I do um, and do it day in and day out. When it doesn't hit the target, it really saddens me. Yeah, it, it makes me uh, not feel like a failure. I don't uh, spread the blame out and say, Chalo picture thi. it means that a part of something that I've given my life to has not been able to hold up to the excellence I wanted to. And that uh, is, is a very personal sadness, which I can't even explain to anyone, because if I'm explaining it to you, which would make for a great artistic interview, you know, it, it's like telling you a part of me, which you might turn around and say, come on, but it was a film, you can do another one, and it'll kill me. It wasn't just a film. Whatever uh, film that I've done, it's not just a film. It's not just a film, it's a part of me. I've left something down there. 
So please, I don't want to explain it to you because you know how your own personal sadness of a personal loss cannot be shared with anyone and neither can your happiness be. It's yours. It always remains within you. To me, each film is like that. It's mine and not in an ownership way but in an emotional way. So I can't um, cry or be sad about it in public or feel extremely ecstatic about it in public. It's a very personal, uh, coveted, guarded happiness and sadness. And I keep it inside and uh, somewhere when I get on to the next one, I utilize it, that experience, that feeling to, uh, uh, you know, say a little more. Uh, sometimes with more gestures and actions over the top, sometimes uh, just by being there and, you know, internalizing it. So is that why you call yourself a pragmatic poet? Um, <laughs> no, I, I think uh, there are days when I think I could be pragmatic, but I, I think I am now leaning towards being a poet. So I'll tell you a story also. I really like this story. You know, Mahmood Ghazni or maybe Ghori, I don't know. Uh, one of them, uh, after having uh, uh, conquered the world, they had millions of rupees and rubles or whatever they were called at that time. And uh, he had lost lakhs of people in those wars that he had waged. And then one morning he woke up and there was a poet who wrote a share, which I forget, on the mole of his girlfriend's uh, lip. That ki tumhare ek til pe, tumhare jo honto ke kareeb til hai, uske upar mein sari Mahmood Ghazni ki daulat luta dun. So he got very disturbed and he said, usko yahan par le karao. How dare he say that? I've lost lakhs of people and I've lost so much money and call him here. And he called the poet and the poet was in torn clothes, his hair was all matted and he had no food, you could see his ribs and he like that he was standing in front of him and he looked at him and said, Tumne ye likha hai? Because here assume somebody's taken him on and he said, Tumne ye likha hai? Tumhari shakal dekho. Tumhari paas na muhe daant hai, na pet pe aant hai, khane ko paisa nahi, pehne ko kapde nahi, aur tumne likha hai ki tum sari daulat jo hai meri aise na chawar kar do. So he looked at him and said, yehi fazool kharchiyon se to halat hoi hai janab. So I'm like that as a filmmaker, as an actor, ki, you know, the fazool kharchiyon should continue. And if somebody ever turns around and asks me ki, how, how could you do this? I said, because I'm like that. I'm a, I'm a spendthrift as far as emotions and money is concerned about films. As an actor, I'm ready to spend all my emotions uh, on all the people who love me without cheating them. And uh, as a producer, uh, I'd give my last ruble or last penny uh, to make sure the film is bigger and better. There is nothing else that I want to do, actually. Charuk, last year you spoke very eloquently about the death of your father and how it pushed your sister into a depression, but what it did to you was completely something else. It made you sort of more detached. Uh, you said, I developed a sense of bravado. Um, I developed a sense of humor. And you said, um, to avoid depression, I act. Are you inherently a sad person? I, I don't know, really. You know, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's, I'm glad that I work so much that I don't get time enough to sit down and think if I'm lonely or in solitude. I like to actually make people happy than get happier. I, I think that's the kind of person I am. Does not mean I want to be sad, but I think I, I'd rather make you happy on your show and go away, leaving a bit of happiness behind. I find it tough to find someone who makes me as happy. Uh, there are very few people who make me happy. My children make me extremely happy. Uh, but it's not, I, I wish I had the same source of happiness that I am to others. And uh, so I don't know if I'm inherently a sad person or not. I'm, uh, um, yeah, if I'm not working, I think a lot and I don't think good thoughts. I mean, I'm sure I have an attitude problem. 
<laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I sense that. Uh, I'm, I'm many a times uh, reprimanded by my friends and family and uh, explained ki, but you've got to be like this, you can't do this, you can't speak to that person like this. And, and yeah, the sense of humor has always been an issue. So, uh, uh, but I don't know, I don't think I'm inherently sad. Uh, I have no reason to be sad really. Um, so yeah, an unreasonably sad person giving happiness to the world. My, my take is that I think you're inherently an entertainer. Hmm. I remember coming to interview you for the book, um, some small place in Rajasthan. And I remember um, it was an audience of one. I mean, there was just me. And you kept me laughing and chatting and engaged. And when I went away, you, that's exactly what you said to me. You said, it's very important to me that you go away from your happy. But yeah. wh why are you so driven to make us happy? Okay. I can completely screw up your mind right now and make you extremely <laughs> sad don't, on this. Don't! Don't! Why can't you go? I, can, okay. I, can, I walked into that. I can, I, I can be an art <laughs> film actor. Go. I'll give you monosyllabic answers. No, don't. An extremely intelligent one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but why? I mean, okay. Let me, let me, let me read out to you Aditya Chopra's hypothesis. Okay, on me. Okay, on you. Hmm. What comes across most strongly is Shah Rukh's desire to please. Most actors want adoration, but they want you to love them for how they look or how they act. Shah Rukh doesn't want you to love him as a star. He's trying in a very strange way through his acting to make you love him. It has a lot to do with the loss of his parents. They aren't there anymore and he's reaching out and substituting their loss with the world. Does this make sense? I'm shocked he speaks so much. <laughs> uh, I, okay, first, is it a bad desire? Not at all. I mean, but is it I, a... I just wonder about it. I'm intrigued. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel nice if you smile. I don't read jokes at night to come and tell you in the morning. Um, I have a vast experience of uh, life and humanity and people. Uh, by virtue of being an actor, in touch with so many people at any given point in time, even if everybody's sitting in the dark, and it's strange and a scary thing, which I'm telling you, I observe and I notice everyone. I know how they breathe, how they talk, what they walk like, their smile means what. It's an analysis which I do in about five seconds. It's instinctive. I can, I can make out. And I'm not saying I know uh, the internals mechanism of your mind, no, or your emotions, but I just catch on very fast what's happening. I can give a hug to a person who doesn't even know me, but I know he or she is right now very sad. And this hug will change her life for 0.01 seconds. You know, she just needed it or he just needed it. And I hope I can do that to everyone who sees me. So if I'm walking down and, you know, when people scream and shout, uh, somebody just asked me, but you stop and smile with everyone and talk to everyone. I feel very nice that I can uh, make people happy. But you can always call me for an offbeat show also, where we can talk serious cinema. And honest to God, I'll give you the most boring, intense, dark interview, which everybody will write about, and we can all sit and talk about cinema like this, and then I'll speak in a more guttural sound, and only give you monosyllabic answers. Ask, okay, give me, do me three questions. Shahrukh, how does the work you do outside of film inform your craft? It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> okay, this is not gonna work because I'm gonna be laughing. <laughs> See, I can make you happy even with serious cinema talk. Shahrukh, you've recently become a father again, and of course now you're older, more experienced. 
Is there anything you'll do differently? I've said this before and I'll say it again. I always wanted my children not to be affected by the job that I do. Uh, unfortunately, Abram has already been affected by the job that I do. And uh, the only thing I want to do is make sure that they have a life of their own, which is not under the shadow of the tree that I've created of the uh, profession. I mean, and I, I, I would like them to have their own life. I'm very basic father. Uh, they should play some sport, malcolm to basketball to polo. Uh, they should be educated. And uh, hopefully the work that I finish doing by the time they're old enough to recognize it, uh, should make them feel a little happy with the job their father used to do. Um, there's nothing else I would do differently. But when you've had two older children, does the experience of raising two older children sort of, you know, apply to the third? You say, okay, I'll, I, I didn't get that right. I'm going to try this with this one. No, I'm so pompous. I got it completely right. I was just the best parent on the planet. <laughs> Even more so, I think, in the galaxy. I'm the best father this world will ever have. And uh, these three are lucky enough to have me by their side. <laughs> I am. I, I think so. And I'm very proud of that. I will never say I'm the best actor in the world. I'll never say I'm the best star in the world. I'll never say I'm the best producer in the world. But I'm the best father in the world. And you can't take that away from me. And nobody can question that. If you do, I'll not talk to you. I'll not make you happy. Well, that's a good threat. Yeah, that's a good threat. That's if, a if, good if, threat. If, you, if you take that away from me, then I'll not make you happy. Shahrukh, I've been interviewing you for 18 years now. And one of my favorite quotes from all those interviews was when you said to me, I'm just an employee of the Shah Rukh Khan myth. So does this employee ever get tired? No, I'm paid very well. Never. I'm given holidays now more often. And I'm, I'm allowed to have more children if I want to. <laughs> uh, uh, do I get tired? No, not at all. I'm scared sometimes that I don't get tired. It worries me that why am I not tired? You know, I, I go back home at 5, 6 in the morning after having work and uh, everybody is pleased with the fact that I'm a hard-working person. And I do it in the right sense also. It's not like I'm always laughing and joking and having a great time. I, I throw tantrums also with my unit of ladies who work with me. You know, I won't do this, I won't do that. But they all pamper me and they're nice. And the more tired I am, uh, I get more compliments. I'm looking fresh and nice. And I was, the day before yesterday, I was... I walked up till 8 and I met someone, I was like, I thought I was like this. Hey, you're looking nice today, you rested? So, I don't know, I think my cycle works opposite. You're wired differently. I think I'm wired differently. I really honestly say this, and mashallah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I don't get tired. But I just don't tire. I'm, I'm never tired of uh, uh, now, whether it's mythical or not. But I'm not tired of working for Shah Rukh Khan at all. Uh, and he's not the best of uh, employers, maybe. Uh, He's moody, he's lonely, he's sad, he's wanting to please. Uh, sometimes he does over-the-top films and, uh, you know, sometimes he doesn't do what a lot of people may want him to do. But it's, it's great to work for him. It's, uh, he's, he's, uh, he's a good father, so it's good to work for him. There's some good, good things uh, working with him. He's got good stories to tell. He's always smiling. Uh, you get uh, enough forced holidays because he gets hurt often enough. And, uh, you know, and, and he's got a lovely family who uh, looks after him uh, and his employees very well. So, so it's good to be working for him. I like working for it's him. I don't think, gig. yeah, I would rather not be working for any other myth than the myth of Shah Rukh Khan, yeah. I'm speaking too much in third person. I've really become narcissistic and egoistic and pompous. Shah Rukh, thank you. And I hope that you continue making us happy. Thank you very much and all the best for all the seasons and all the weeks that you have in this show. Thank you. And uh, it's a very charming, beautiful show and all the best. God bless you.